Hi, everybody. It's Linda Dano again on In with Linda Dano. I have a very special uh, guest today. Um, it's someone that I've known. Oh, God, how long have I known you? Uh, we've traveled together with husbands. We went to things. I went to see her in plays and at in New York. I went to see her in a in a thing on what is it? Park Avenue. She'll tell me what that is now that I have no memory for anything. Anyway, um, and I have had requests to have her on. And the thing she said to me when I called her to come on the podcast was, well, it's about time. I wonder why you didn't call me. <laughs> and she says that because it's true. She and I have been really close friends for a very, very, very long time. She has a, a, a career that is staggering, the amount of work she's done over the years. And I want you to get to know her better and to remember all the great times and the, the great performances she's given. So please put your hands together. I've always wanted to say that. Put your hands together. This is Colleen Zink. Hello, babe. How are you? Hi, honey. How are you? I'm so happy. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. See, she did it again. She's hurt that I haven't called her before this. Very hurt. <laughs> you know, they, they say that's true. You know, you 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 go to someone that you know so well and you kind of just, okay, now who who are we going to get? And, and, you, and I just don't call you, which is stupid. All right. Let's talk about you, not about me. Um, tell everybody where it all began. I know you were born in Illinois. And how long did you stay in Illinois before you Oh, left? my God. Um, well, I I, um, I was born there. And right. I grew up in my little town where my parents both were born and grew up. Wow. Uh, Barrington, Illinois, a town of when I was growing up, it was a town of 2600. It's now like a town of 26,000. Wow. Um, at the time when I grew up, it was all um, Working farms, either um, there was the one side of working farms, corn, soybean, dairy farms, which was my dad's farm, my his parents, combination of that. But then there was the other side of the tracks, which was all horse farms as well. So we had, um, it was a real mix of people, a lot of, um, a lot of wealthy Chicagoans would come out for the summer. Um, it was that kind of town because it was just uh, the land, the entire landmass of my hometown was like the size of Chicago. Really? And now and now it's been divided up into Barrington proper, North Barrington, South Barrington, Barrington Hills, um, all of that. But um, yeah, I went to Catholic school there um, through grade school and then went to Barrington High School. And then when I left for college, I left. And I went to Catholic and where did you go? Where did you go? Catholic University of America in Washington, DC for theater. And um I had I had been working professionally as a kid since I was nine really? in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I I've been a card carrying union member for most of my life. And um so in the beginning it was all um I was I was a young dancer made my television debut at five years old. Really? And, doing, yeah. doing what? What, what did you um, do at five? There, we had like a, um, like a, do you remember Ted Mack's Amateur Hour, which is like what America's Got Talent is now? Exactly. Um, yeah. And um, so. We're really old, everybody. We're really, yeah, really, yeah, we're really old. old. By yeah. the way, we have known each other over, right. over 40 years 
Linda, we've known each other over 40 years. Um, so I was with my little uh, dance class company with the teacher who thought she was really a combination of Doris Day and Gwen Verdon. And um, in her dreams, in her dreams. <laughs> in her and dreams. she dressed like it, too. Um, but she but she had a group that she put together of young dancers and we entertained everywhere we were like in everything from vfw halls to bozo circus i can't tell you how many times i did bozo circus as a kid um <laughs> and i was <laughs> and no, so no. anyway at five years old there were there were two other dancers one my age and wow. then one the grand age of 10 and we we danced to autumn leaves the original um errol wow. garner version of autumn leaves and guess what we went all the way and won. No. It was, a, it was like oh, a full season, a full oh. season, just like they do AGT. It was a full season on the air on uh, WGN TV, Chicago. And um, we won. And and I, I won a modeling contract. I'm five years old. What am I going to do with that? Yeah, so I chose, I, and Eddie Bracken, was the the host of the final the final announcement of the winner of the year and um i he, and he said well, what are you going to do with your modeling contract i said i want to have that camera instead <laughs> did you <laughs> I camera. Sure. <laughs> anyway um so it, it, you know from that uh I, I i just wanted to dance i wanted to be a dancing nun that was another story but um Dancing nun. What could I run with with that? <laughs> She's biblical. No. <laughs> biblical. Uh, but then when I went to, to a middle school, I started studying Russian language. So then I wanted to be a dancing spy. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to follow this. This <laughs> these are things after after knowing you as long as I've known you. That You've never I've heard these never heard come out of your mouth ever. Oh my God! I know. I'm even afraid of you right now. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, I I ended up doing a lot of commercials for Kellogg's, which um, their their How old ad agency. You then? How old? Um, by that time, the first Kellogg's commercial I did, I was twelve. I did the original Pop Tarts commercials. Getting old, yeah. Yeah, I was getting old by that point, and um, and then, um, I did a series of other products for for um. They're all online somewhere, these commercials um, for Kellogg's, like Danish grounds. Who remembers what Danish grounds are? I don't know. I don't. No, but there's so much I, I barely don't remember do. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I did I did a whole slew of national commercials um, before and early high school, which put all of my college funds in the bank for me. Absolutely. Because my parents couldn't oh, afford it. We've got a, a winner here. Yeah, yeah. And I was the oldest child. And and um, how anyway, many, how many siblings do you have? Two. Um, two. My my um, my younger brother who lives in Sarasota, and then my my sister um, who is nine years my junior. I lost in 05. You remember that? Remember that? We remember where we were in 05? We were in Linda. We were on tour. Wow. You were doing. You were doing. Um, um, you were doing Mame, and I was doing Dolly. My God, that's a that's a scary moment when I have to. Do not say too. 
doesn't want to tell you this. I don't sing or dance. In fact, it was <laughs> who was it that that um, it was uh, from? Anyway, I I was told uh, in print that Linda said I don't sing or dance, so don't be shocked if I'm really that bad. And she said, you know what? She was bad at singing and dancing, couldn't do either one, but the funniest show I've ever seen, go see her. You were wonderful. Because I don't don't do other things like sing, dance. I don't have your talents. So it was bizarre. Anyway, enough about me. Oh, no, no, no. We have to talk about you too. (laughs) Now you said you went to Chicago. Was it not Chicago? I live, my my hometown was um, 45 minutes. Okay. Uh, northwest of Chicago. How did and, it come to be that you went to New York? That's a huge step. Well, and- it was, yeah, I, I actually, um, because I worked professionally as a kid, and then I was in an actual real dance company in high school, uh, which is still around, Gus Giordano Dance Company of Chicago. Oh, wow. And um, I, I, my, my goal was to continue as a dancer. Right, and then I had a terrible knee injury my freshman year of high school. Ended up subsequently injuring it, re-injuring it. And back in those days, they didn't know what to do. They would put you in a hip to ankle cast okay. for four, for eight six weeks, eight weeks. Oh and I ended up having surgery at sixteen um, to fix all this. Back when um, there was no such thing as real knee surgery they didn't know what they were doing but there was one doctor in chicago who was the doctor for the chicago bears and my my dad knew a lot of the bears and they got me in with this doctor and he fixed me i have a scar you know you've seen my scars like this along across my knee i know and um and but it worked but it put an end to my serious dance career meaning I couldn't be in a company. So I switched gears because I had already been doing musical theater. And so that's what I wanted to do was musical theater. But at that time, there was no such thing as a musical theater um, degree or program at any college or university in America. Now you think about that now with all the schools out there that offer a BFA in musical theater. It didn't exist when I was 18 years old. You know so you're went, yourself. You know that. I know it's okay. <laughs> Everybody knows. I mean, they can look us up. They know how old we are. Yeah. Um, and and, and <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Is we're still going. We're, we're here. We're having fun. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I got to college and it was a drama major. And it was a, a very serious theater program. And I come in as a musical theater kid and got tagged immediately like, oh, there's our musical theater kid. And then I started choreographing shows within the department. And I went, this is not what I want to do. I left, I dropped out after two years. I went back to Chicago, started doing theater in Chicago, musicals in Chicago. And then about a, uh, a year later, I got a call from a producer actually based in Florida who I had auditioned for literally on the phone. I sang on the phone for an audition. Really? Yeah. I sang Lady is a Tramp. You are crazy. (laughs) On the phone for an audition and I got cast. Of course you did. I I did um, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off up in uh, Canada 
in Windsor, Canada. And then the producer, after that, after that show was over, he offered me the Gwen Verdon role in Can Can, which was going on tour with Monique Van Voren. Get out. Yeah. Monique I'm very impressed. I really <laughs> so I went out on tour um for better part of a year after that. That was in 74. Um, so I was 21. Oh, and um we were we were all over. We were all over with this tour. And and then at the end of that I went, I I think it's time. And um I had a college boyfriend who said, You need to go to New York. I went, okay. So I did. Happened. And I oh. um I, I landed in New York to visit him actually, and my agent in Chicago made contact with other agents here in New York who said, You've got to see this girl. And so I walked in the door. Right. And I had agents. People don't do that. No, they do I, not. I, I was so lucky. And so even before I moved here. I, they had me out auditioning and I booked, I, I, I booked, I booked the that lead. That surprised in, me at all. I booked the lead in Where's Charlie opposite Ken Berry from okay. F Troop and the Carol Burnett Show. Um, and we did that the summer of 75, right after, like the week after I moved here, I was out on, out with Ken Berry doing Where's Charlie. But by that time, even before I moved here, I'm already screen testing for Betty Ray for Guiding Light, yeah, yeah, yeah. World Turns, right. and I mean, I went through so many screen tests, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing because well, I wasn't an actor. Obviously, that that serviced you because yes. it look look how they they took to you. I mean, that doesn't happen very often. I was that fresh face from the Midwest with a lot of guts. With a lot of guts. With a lot of guts. When you came to New York and you auditioned to these other soaps, but then you yeah. landed on World Turns. It took, um, it, well, you know, in in retrospect, at the time, it seemed like it took forever. And um, and, and at that point, I signed with an agent. And um, even though I'd been freelancing before for about a year for about a year, I freelanced, <clears throat> pardon me, with more musical theater agents. And then um, uh, a, a, a real legit agent, a young young guy, boutique yeah. office, signed me. And I was his first ingenue uh, client. Wow. So, yeah. And that's a whole story with that, too. But um, he, he just, he kept sending me out because he believed in me. And Every time I got rejected, he, he we would say, "Okay, let's take a look at what happened. What did you not get?" I said, "I'm not an actor. I I, I know what to do in front of a camera because I've been doing commercials my whole life, but I'm not I'm not that actor. I I want to. I'm too big for the small screen because I'm a musical theater girl, and I always for years I felt that I was overacting, even after I got the job." For years, I would say, rein me in. If I'm too big, just rein me in. And um, and they never did. And then Barbara Ryan <laughs> evolved. <laughs> oh, God, yes, yes. No, you've had a very uh, different and really exciting it's young life in this yeah. business. And, and, and you stayed there for 32 years, which was yeah. 
unbelievable. That's well, for me. I stayed, I was at another world for 18 and I think that's forever. Yeah, but, but you bounced around. You were all over I the did. place. I did bounce around, you know, but I have to tell you, you know, I never really, I, acting was not my thing. As you know, I was a designer and right. I wanted to design houses. I was just, that was my passion. It was from school on. And I became this, this dreadful actor um, out of California and left that to be with Frank, my husband, as all of you know. And love, New love York, Frank. that's how I got to New York. We all have a story why we get to New York. Mm -hmm. but I got a job, again, like you, just on just sheer, gee, she's pretty, gee, she's right. funny, he's, let's hire her. Right. And terrified, as you know, I've talked about it a lot. And yeah. so, but you're never terrified. That's the interesting I'm part of you. In oh, fact, that's not true. No, you are terrified. Um, yeah. I mean, I still have actor nightmares. As I mean, real nightmares, actor nightmares. You know, where you forget what you're doing on stage, or right. Right. you're in the wrong play, or you never got the script, or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, that's all. That's all. You know, insecurity. <laughs> that's just life insecurity, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I have a. I still have a lot of that. I'm always second guessing myself. Um, but I never did, after a number of years on the show, on World Turns, that kind of um, went away when I became more confident in what I was doing. And I think when Doug Marlin came in and it's saw what I was doing. Your life. Yeah. Right. He, I mean, Doug saw this ingenue playing this doormat and said, I think there's something else there. And I need to figure out what that is. And that's when he changed Barbara into oh, literally overnight into right. um, a home wrecker. And then eventually I became the evil bitch from hell, which is more fun to play than anything. One of the stars and, of that show. It really. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, yeah. And then yeah. and the wonderful thing about the show was they allowed me to play comedy as well. So they were they they got they got me i mean they over the years they they really finally got me but it took until night and you know what it happened when it really i mean it happened first with doug but when another world went off the air yeah. in 99 right i was so backburnered at that point i used to say i i was off the stove i was so far backburnered um and we had a female executive producer at that point who came from ABC who did not like my character who did not give a damn about Barbara Ryan and shoved me all the way to the back and when Chris Goutman came in and I'd known Chris since I was 23 or 4 we we're exactly the same age um, I, I known him socially we, we used to always laugh the reason that we always got along and never had a problem is that we never dated each other. But Chris, Chris um, at that point was when Hogan Sheffer came in and Hogan took one look at me and went, oh, oh, we're missing the boat. And that's when um, things started. really changed. Really? Yeah. 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 Emmy, Emmy nominations. Lots of stuff. Lots of lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, 
I was never the one type of actor to go out and try to meet everybody from every other show to boost perhaps my my possibility of um, getting votes from other shows. I was I had children, you know, I had a life that was different and a long, long commute. Yeah. So I was up 345 in the morning and out the out of the house uh, to get there. And then when we took over the Another World Studio in Brooklyn, that's when life changed. That was, you know, just such a huge shift um, for me because I couldn't believe that my commute went from an hour and a half to two and a half hours each way. It's crazy. I know. Yeah. I know, you know, a lot, a lot of us did that. And yeah, I know. I know. Everyone thinks it's just so fun to be on a show, you know, and get on a set and have a camera on you. And it's not. It's no, it's work. Of work. It's a lot. It's of work. work. It's talk work. About, let's talk about your personal life. Do you mind? Okay. About it? No. Um, you and I and, and a husband of yours and Frankie and me used to travel together. We went places. Yeah. We, we yep. were really, really close friends. And, yeah. you and had, they were and they were golfing buddies too. They were golfing, so you and I would shop. It That's right. <laughs> happy. <laughs> yes, we were so happy. I still have a pair of shoes that we bought in Palm Beach about three years ago. Well, you know, I say you do. I, I too have <laughs> for 35, 40 years now. Yeah. I can't seem to part with them. They, I can't they, either. They, they still fit in the attic of my house. So, you know, I, it's stupid. It's really stupid. But you <laughs> three kids or you had you had three kids and 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 I know you're extremely close to your children yeah. and um and I and I I don't know other than your tenacity how you ever lived with and came to terms with when your boy died I know that was huge for you absolutely huge, as it is unbelievable for uh, unbelievable and, and um, express it really but it you you you've always been a survivor. That's what I always think about when I think about you. You you somehow turn stuff around. You you try other things. You you find the way to live with that. Um, and and I don't know how then before that you had was it three or four bouts of cancer. Two. 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 Two bouts of um, stage, stage three. Hung. And right. I mean. Yeah. And the neck dissection and, you know, which is a decapitation, which is, um, right. was the second round. Um, when so, our, so, so scary. And, very scary. And, and, and I and didn't. How did you cope with that? Well, um, I had, I had girlfriends. I had an ex-husband who was not supportive, an ex-husband who did not, was not there physically, gone. Oh, literally not there. Literally yeah. gone on the coast. Right. And um, he he was there the first round, but, but didn't show up at home until a week after I had been diagnosed. And um, my mother came up the next day, oh, but... My ex-husband didn't show up until a week later. And um, and then he stayed and then turned around and left again. 
um, it, 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 I did not see what was going on there. Um, I had my mom around. I had my children. I was more concerned about my kids than myself. And, um, and in oddly enough too, and I, you know, I remember when you went through this with Frank, um, my, our, our dear friend, Susie Bedso Horgan mm -hmm. lost her mom the week that I was diagnosed. Oh God. So, um, and I was very, very close all with her. around you. All all, yeah. So, and, and. I because they did not have a church affiliation. They and they lived closer to to me than you and I did up in Connecticut. Um, because they did not have a church association, and Susie's husband Patrick was Catholic, and her mother was Catholic. I got them set up at my church in my town, and um, and the, and the day that we met with the the pastor there and she picked out the music and did everything to get everything ready for her mom's funeral was the same day that my oldest daughter Kelsey and one of my girlfriends took me up to to meet with doctor number one as I called him the surgeon who was going to deal with my with my cancer and um and my ex-husband was not there and Saturday was the funeral and the church was packed the packed with like 200 people from who would come in from New York, from everywhere to be with, with Susie and Patrick. And, um, and then about two o'clock in the morning, my ex-husband showed up after all of it. So I didn't, I was more worried about my children yeah. and how yeah. they were responding. True. Yeah. Not about you know, at all. No. And, um, <clears throat> You know, I haven't thought about this for a long time. Um, oh, good. I brought this up. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Because um, I'm I'm so far past it. But at the time, I was terrified. Absolutely terrified. I mean, one of the first calls I made was to Chris Goutman. And Chris said, whatever I can do, whatever we can do, whatever, whatever you want, you tell me, I will take care of it. And... Um, I was at another girl. I was at Jen Wastrom's house, if you remember. Um, right. you, you remember that name. And I was at her house when I called Chris. And, um, it, you know, everyone there at the show was unbelievably helpful and loving to me and yeah. did everything they could to support me. It was amazing. Terrible time. And, you know, the show was my family. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, it is your family. Yeah. It absolutely is yeah. the family. Yeah. Oh, I'm making you cry. I'm sorry, honey. That's okay. Um, it's okay. And then it came back. And then it came back. And then it came back. And it came back after I just had a PET scan saying I was perfectly clear. So this is like a year and a half later. PET scan completely clear. A month later, I found a lump. Oh. And and um, my oncologist, um, my beautiful, fabulous doctor, Sasaki up at Yale, who was just this artist, I, I would not be able to talk or eat or smell or taste if he had not operated on me the way he did. And, and the reconstruction, that's what he was known for. 
his his artistry in the surgery. Oh, um, yeah. 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 Um but um he he said it can't be. We just had the PET scan. I went I said, we so let's just watch it for a little bit. He finally did a needle biopsy, and sure enough. Mm-hmm. And um so the day after Thanksgiving, when the OR at Yale was closed, they reopened it for me. Really? I did yeah. not Yeah. And he was, you know, on the other coast. And um they opened the they opened the OR for me and and then did the neck dissection. I was in the hospital for quite a while. And when I came out, I have <laughs> I don't think I've ever shown you the pictures. My neck was like out to here. And I, I mean, like with saggy tissue from all of the drainage and everything wow. was out to here. And so when I went back to work within like a week and a half, Maggie, our dear friend, Maggie Delgado, our costume designer, yours and mine, um, she, I was in turtlenecks and she would, we would have to tape everything to my jawline. So nothing would show here. So that went on for quite a while because then after that, I had um, five weeks of daily radiation, which made it all worse. You know, just yeah, I was a mess. I was a mess. Yeah, and you and that was go ahead. Sorry, that was that that happened all the same time the show was canceled. Oh God, I had I had the neck dissection. The, the day after Thanksgiving and on the first week, of, I think it was December 9th. It was either the 6th or the 9th of December. We got the cancellation notice. Unbelievable. And at the same time, I mean, everything, every, everything exploded at the same time. Um, it was a mess. <laughs> so tenacity. Yes. How do you think you kept that going? I mean, what was the one single thing? Was it the children? Yeah. My kids. Yeah, your kids. Because you were more concerned about what would happen to them than what was happening to you. Right. And and also, I was first diagnosed in 07. My mother was diagnosed with stage 4 uterine cancer in 08. My cancer came back in 09. Her cancer came back in 10. God, help us all. So we had every other year mother cancer while I'm taking care of my kids. And... um getting Morgan off to college. Kelsey was already graduated and living in New York. And Georgia was in high school. And no, Georgia, no. Georgia was actually on her 13th birthday, I was diagnosed. So Georgia at that point was just going into high school. And, um, you know, it all, everything, everything hit the fan at the same time, everything. Are so you are was, you a religious person? Do you do you do you pray? Well, I was raised very strictly Catholic. Yes. Am I a religious person? I'm a fallen away Catholic, mm-hmm. um, like you know many of us are. Um, but I believe I believe my own spirituality, my own world. Um, I have to after. Um, you know, and it's it's one thing when you lose your mom because you know that eventually you will. It's going to happen, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Like so when you lost, like some, when there's some comfort yeah. in that, actually. Yes. Right. Yeah. But like when you lost Frank, 
And I lost my little sister. And then I lose my son. In the in I lost Morgan six months after my mom died. And um I remember that so well. Yeah, I know. And it, it, it was, was like everyone thought at the same time. It's like, oh my yeah. what is yeah. happening here? Yeah, I know. It it's taken me a decade I bet. to to get through all of it. I mean, Morgan's only been gone five and a half years, but it's been a a 13 years since we went off the air. So it's been a journey. And I only feel like I've been healing and feel like I'm myself again the last two years. Is 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 going to Florida after your mother passed, you went down to Florida. She had I was down here, I was down here full-time caretaking for her. I know. And And you stayed I stayed. Why? Um at my at my daughter's urging. I um I had moved back to Manhattan after the show went off the air because I was doing too much theater and getting home at three o'clock in the morning after a show and my my kids and my friends all said you can't do this you've got to move back to the city right. and so I up and left Connecticut and moved back and Morgan was a, a senior in high school and and Georgia it was just starting college and um so I said okay this timing it works. And I moved back to the city in a three bedroom. So we had space for all of us. Kelsey was down the road, down the street. And um, and then everything hit the fan worse with my mom. At that point, I was still doing a lot of theater. I'd go out and do a, a world premiere here or a show there. and Or I, there were like five different um, off-Broadway or one-off shows I did in New York the first year after World Turns went off the air. And... Um, most of the musicals and um it was it was after morgan died that i had a real downturn health-wise and at that point my my daughter said mom you've just got to stay in florida you have to stay in florida so i have i gave up my new york place you love you love florida i have (laughs) <laughs> that's a loaded question <laughs> it, is loaded. <laughs> it is loaded sorry <laughs> i snuck in with that one yeah i know that's very funny um there are parts of florida i adore i love this i love the beauty of this town i i'm i you know this town well and uh you you had a place here too um i love this town but when's the last time you were here it's changed yeah it's yeah. changed and I don't like what's happened to the town. Wow. I I love the simplicity and the the natural beauty. It's been overdeveloped, and they're trying to turn Fifth Avenue into Rodeo Drive. That's a quote. I know. I Think know. about that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just I, it just breaks my heart to see how big it's gotten. And um, politics aside. <laughs> yeah. Get that. Um, I say that. <laughs> uh, what do you do? What what what's your life like in Florida? Um, I'm I'm so involved. Um, I'm I'm I become the Linda Dano of Naples. I <laughs> I oh, I just I've been designing, honey. Have you? Well, no. That I don't know why that surprises me. It doesn't <laughs> because you. What people also don't know about you, you had a real estate license. You were selling, yeah. buying, and changing uh, homes. Yeah. Yeah, you were all over the place. Plus, yeah. 
you're a collector like I am. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're just, you're one of the busiest people that I know because oh, nothing, nothing stops you. You're up and you're off. And, and I, I, I really admire that about no, you. Thank you. You know, all I sadness in your life. Pardon? All pardon? the sadness that you have gone through in your life. Yeah. It, it um, doesn't stop you. you. Well, you know what I did when oh. I decided to, to stay full time here, I went, okay. Cause I'm in, I'm in, this is mom's place. You know, this house. Yes, I do know this house. Um, but everything has changed. I, every inch has been altered, redone. redone every damn inch of it. <laughs> and I've, I'm almost finished almost. And, um, I'm loving it and I love being on the water and I, you know, I love it. Um, and I've made some really, really, really dear friends here who are all in the design world. Are they creative fields? Um, I'm very, very involved with the Naples Zoo. Um, I'm one of the lead designers on the, the Zoo Gala. This will be my third year. And relationship with the Naples Zoo goes all the way back to when I first came to Naples. I first came here in 1976, which goes back to when we were talking about when I first got to New York. And I spoke about the year before New York. I was working with a producer who sent me out to do Stop the World I Want to Get Off and Can Can. When I got to New York, right after being, um, you know, not getting cast, on a couple of different soaps that I had tested for, I got a call from him saying, would you come to this new theater? in Naples, Florida, to, wow. star in Bear, to star in Barefoot in the Park, right. the, Jane, the Jane Fonda role. And I said, sure, where's Naples? Yeah. And he said, okay, well, you were in Sarasota doing Can Can, Naples is South. And so I came here in 19, January of 76. I'd been in New York for all of six months at that point. Um, I'd already shot a whole bunch of commercials. I, you know, lucky kid. So yeah. my mom, my mom, came down here from Illinois with my little sister who was in middle school at the time and looked around and said, I'm moving here. Yeah. And so mom did. And that's how mom came here. At that time, there was a little tiny zoo called Jungle Larry's. Do you remember that? No, I do okay. not. Okay. So Jungle Larry's um, was a, a zoo that was built around the grounds of the Caribbean gardens, which were planted by a biologist in 1919. Stick with me here, it's history. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so the zoo, um, the zoo was formed by a fellow and his wife, nicknamed Jungle Larry and Safari Jane. <laughs> and, and they were from Ohio right. and they had kind of like a, um, a, a television jungle show on some network, local right. affiliate. Local. Right, right. Yeah. Um, up in Ohio, and they came down here, and they said this is a perfect place for us to actually have a real life. So they did, and they brought all the animals in. That's when I first saw the zoo. In the meantime, over all these decades, um, the zoo has become a not only nationally but internationally known, uh, accredited by the Association of Zoos and Aquariums (AZA). Um, and it, it is magnificent. Mm. I mean, 
magnificent. We're undergoing right now a $13 million renovation, which uh, coincided with Hurricane Ian hitting us Mm, a year ago, but Irma hitting us seven years, six years ago. Mm. Um, And all of that was underway when Hurricane Ian hit last year. But my involvement with them began when my mom was still here and I was looking for to be involved in the community while I'm down here caring for mom. I wanted to do something. Something. Yeah. Something that I, you know, just give back, give back. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I walked into the zoo. I saw this very tall, very tall fellow in a zoo outfit uniform. And I saw his name. I went, is your dad jungle Larry? And he said, yeah. He said, but, but my dad's gone, but my mom's still here. I went, oh, my God, I've been bringing my children here their entire lives. I have pictures back from the from the 70s with me and then the 80s with my kids. Long story made short, I got wrapped into the whole system. And, um, and then, ironically, became best friends with the woman who is number two in charge. She's right behind the president of the zoo, which is now a nonprofit and um, Jungle Larry, it, it, it was the, it became a nonprofit. It, it transformed about 15 years ago. And um, so I became very involved with them in fundraising and that eventually turned into me because I've been doing so much design work around for other people um, being invited to design for the gala. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's so much fun. I it's huge. It's a huge amount money. of work. You have, and, you know, yes, no, nobody gets, nobody gets paid. No, it's just, no. it's a, you know, it's just glorious. Yeah. You just yeah. love it and you have to do it and you want to yeah. do it. But that's, that's the Colleen I know too. I mean, yeah, you, I know. you always have 10 things in the, in the, in the fire pit. And I learned everything I know from you. And oh, stop it. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? <laughs> you make me sound and look like the laziest thing on the planet. No. <laughs> you are so, that's the thing about you that is just so compelling. You well, are compelling you. and you're fabulous. Because well, the other thing, the other thing I've been really... doing, thank you, the other thing I've been doing since Ian, right? I have so many friends whose homes were destroyed. I bet. Of course. And so I've been, um, my dad was a general contractor. So I come by all of those skills naturally. And, um, and I, I love architecture and that's where I got all that. Linda. Yeah. Of Not course. just from you, from my parents. And, um, <laughs> and, um, yes. I learned about antiques from you. Um, but I've been, uh, like GCing and helping and designing, my friend's uh, reconstruction of homes, both here in Naples and in San. I love this for you. I, yeah, it's been great. It's so multifaceted that you know it's kind of scary to have lunch with you because you. you, oh, you know, Jesus, I got to get out of bed and do something <laughs> because this lady's making me look really bad. Don't be ridiculous. I love you, I love you so. Um, uh, you are worthy of love. You are. Thank you, honey. Nothing stops you. Nothing. Yeah. Well, but but you're the same way. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're like you know sisters for God's sake. Yeah. We and um, we we're we're, we're yeah. so similar. 
I now, always how I, I, you come to New York. I was in New York for the very first time since I moved out last month. Really? I have not been back. So I went and spent 10 days with both of my daughters. Right. Georgia came in from LA. We stayed at Kelsey's. It was heaven. I bet. And we did n- essentially nothing. Good. Which I just wanted to be with them yeah. and yeah. explore. And so we walked and we ate. We walked yeah. and we ate. Yeah. We saw Eldo. You did? You did? My oh. dear Eldo. We had dinner with Eldo, um, which, we, and he, you know, he's known those kids their whole lives. Yeah, yeah. And um, and that was heaven. Eldo is our makeup artist from As the World Turns, who came to us from another world. <laughs> and um, Right. Yeah. 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 That's our scene. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, but uh, it was lovely to be there. And I took my dog with me. Yeah. yeah. My little pup. I know. I know the dogs are everything, aren't they? Oh my they god, they are. You, you used to have birds, and you, I know you still have some birds. No, no birds. No, you know, I, I, um, when I left Connecticut, I gave all of my finches right. to one of my childhood girlfriends who lives in Reading as well. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, Boo, where are you? At everybody. Oh my god! My oh baby, my, god. my newest baby, my little Shih Tzu named. Uh, <laughs> she is cute, isn't she? Oh my God! Where's Boo? Where's your Boo? Do you have okay, a? Hold a, a, a no, hold on. She'll be right back. She she got overwhelmed by by this little cutie. Linda? I wish you guys could see her. Linda, yeah, look, 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 look! <laughs> I love this. Look at these babies. Oh, Gracie, this is this is Boo. Boo, and hi, Boo. And Boo. Boo is five and a half. She's traveled everywhere with me. She's a theater dog. She knows how to behave in the theater and the rehearsal hall and dressing rooms. Well, I tell you about my little girl. My little girl doesn't uh, doesn't do anything I tell her to do. She's completely (laughs) indulged and loved and does and says anything, anything and makes everyone crazy when they come and see me because my God. She doesn't leave them alone. She barks and barks and barks and talks to that's them. That's what she does they, too. Uh, yeah, that's 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 what they do. All right, I'm putting you back down now. Go ahead, go play somewhere. Well, this one, this one is you know one of the so-called designer dogs, which I yeah. hate that. Yeah, I hate she's, that. Mine too. I hate that. She's yeah. Maltese and Shih Tzu, which means she's a mutt. She's a mutt. Exactly. <laughs> So look at her. Look at her. I know. Look at I know. My baby. I my know. Little baby. I couldn't she, live without my dogs. I couldn't. No, I, I couldn't either. No. And this one, like like yours, this one goes everywhere with me. Yeah, everywhere. Um, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, Hello. Hello. <laughs> look at this baby. Oh. I know. Well, okay. Now, I have to say goodbye to you, which I truly Why? Don't. Well, because I can't spend all day on the phone with oh. you. Oh, why not? Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I'll call you back. You'll <laughs> I want to know one key thing before I let you go. Okay. You miss acting? Yes. I would. I would. If I had to bet money on it, I would have said yes. Yeah. For you. I miss certain things. Um, I, over the last several years, a lot of things have come my way that I've said no to. Mm-hmm. Just not the Not kind the of material yeah. or that I didn't like a script. I didn't like the character. I want to do what I want to do. 
And if something comes along that appeals to me, I would say, hell yes. Um, But, you know, I'm waiting for that. All right. When it comes along, call me and then I'll come see you. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I might just do that. You never know. Before I get too old, I'll come see you. (laughs) You're not too old, honey. We're, we're right there together. <laughs> oh, boy. I have loved this. this you look great. You look wonderful. We look great, too. We look great don't we? I mean, we look yes. pretty good. We do. We look pretty damn good. Damn good. Exactly. <laughs> I hate to say goodbye, but I'm going to, and I'm going oh, to no. remember this, and I'm going to, oh, I'm going to think about it, and we'll do this again. Okay. okay. When something okay. comes up that you're doing, call me and I, I will, we'll do this again. We'll promote well, that it. That sounds fabulous. Okay. 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 Be well, this my has been God. wonderful. I love you. You know, I love you. Oh, and I love and, you. Um, I just, you know, thank you for giving me the opportunity to yap with you online. You yap with me any Tell day. Tell secrets. Tell yeah. secrets. Oh yeah. my God. Really? We'll talk about. <laughs> talked about things I've never talked about. <laughs> Exactly. Ever. You. <laughs> okay, honey. Everybody, um, thank you for joining us. Thank uh, you. I know I know you you follow this lady and are so excited to hear what she's up to. Um, this is me again, Linda Dano, and thank you for joining in with me, Linda Dano. I have to say that so you don't forget. And um, I'll talk to you and see you next time. Uh, but till then. I wish you very, very happy days. Winter is coming. Yay. And uh, we'll talk next week. All right. I love you all. Thank you. Bye-bye.